Are you ready to be motivated? Hey everyone, Brad Daly is here to bring you another episode of Motivators in Motion. Today we're going to be speaking with Billy Hobbs. Billy is the owner of True Blue Customs, where he creates custom-painted athletic shoes for some of the biggest names in sports, entertainment, and more. That's coming up in just a minute, but first, let's thank our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial right now at audibletrial.com slash motivatorsemotion. With a busy schedule, I don't get in as much reading as I probably should. Audible allows me to finally check out that book that everyone's been talking about. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Check it out right now for free at audibletrial.com slash motivatorsemotion. Billy, welcome to the podcast. Start out by telling everyone, what are you most excited about in your life right now? How's it going, Brad? Man, to be honest with you, it's just living life. And I'm in my 40s now, so I've kind of you know, gone into that section of my life. And you know, my kids are growing up, and I've got one that's on his way to UK and in the fall. And you know, my daughter, I've got a couple more years left of her in high school. And just trying to live my life and enjoy it and you know, take what I've done here and kind of build on it. It's been an exciting couple of years, man, for sure. You got a really cool business and you've been able to work with so many cool people and some big time names I mentioned there before, sports entertainment, just pop culture in general. We're going to talk about that and um, you know, just right off the bat here, maybe what are some projects you've been working on recently? Um, maybe there was a noteworthy one that stood out to you. What's really the thing that has kind of made you, uh, you know, just the, the most excited uh, recently with the shoes you've created for certain people or certain organizations or causes? What stands out at the moment lately i've been doing a ton of uh like with baseball season going on i do a ton of stuff so like alex verdugo uh, of the dodgers i do a ton of cleats for him um, i've done some nipsey hustle customs for him and you know just different stuff to celebrate different dates we got players weekend coming up here probably in the next month where mlb allows all the players to wear different jersey names and whatever they want on their cleats so i'm working with a couple different sports agencies with their guys and kind of doing, you know, creating, I'm looking at about 50 pairs over the next month. So that weekend will be a pretty cool, you know, and those guys, they pay tribute to their families, to their, you know, different causes that they support and just different stuff like that. So that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool initiative that they do. A lot of times they'll take those cleats and they'll auction them off for different charities. So that's pretty awesome. You know, one that I did recently, which was, you know, earlier this year was a pair of shoes I did for Hamadou Diallo in the dunk contest. He's from Queens, but then he came to Kentucky, played at UK, and kind of kept that connection. And when he told me he was going to be in the dunk contest, I was like, man, we got to do something cool. And I did the shoes. We did some Under Armour shoes. He's an Under Armour athlete. So I did some shoes for him and then another pair for a couple guys. We did, we did pairs for that he was giving away. And Kenny Smith, Kenny Jet Smith, he's actually from Lifrak City, which is where Hami's from. So we did a pair for him. And that was pretty cool. But this, the best part was seeing him jump over Shaq and dunk on Shaq in the dunk contest. And that was pretty awesome to see my work on that stage. So that was that was pretty fun. What's it been like, Billy, to really kind of garner this list of contacts with people in multiple industries here and to really kind of initiate those conversations? Because I think a lot of people sometimes what holds them back in maybe a particular business or such is that they don't know how to really put themselves out there. What's kind of been your little secret recipe for success as far as being able to communicate with people, effectively getting your message out there? That's probably one of the hardest parts. Like with what I do, I do create a, I get a lot of uh, younger clientele. And like what I do in my industry, there's several other older guys that do this that are, you know, and it, they're real professional, but you do have a lot of, 
lot of younger guys. I'm not saying that they, they are professional, but if you look at their pages and whatnot, it's just the way they carry themselves. I try to carry myself on my pages as a professional as I can. This is a business. This is what feeds my family. And, you know, I try to treat those guys and girls with respect when they do reach out and say, hey, we want to do this project. That's very important to me because I want people to look at me as I'm a professional. I mean, this is, I take this seriously. I work 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week. You know, it's probably the most stressful job I've ever had. But it's very fulfilling. It's really cool to be able to meet a ton of people, celebrities and non-celebrities, kids. I love, I have a soft spot in my heart for kids. I do a ton of stuff that are like fundraiser things. Like right now, for instance, we've got one that myself and six or seven other artists, we all collaborated together and did basically like a what the artist shoe. And we we sent the shoe around to each one of us. We just shipped it. And each, each artist had two sections. And we did kind of like our trademark or whatever. And, you know, and my two sections obviously were like a Louisville Slugger bat look, you know, with like the wood grain and then like the blue and white checkerboard, which represents UK. But um, right now they are actually up for auction with my buddy that actually started it all. He is in Phoenix, Arizona. So this is for the Make-A-Wish program there. And the bids are up to like $2,500 right now. So that's awesome because yeah. I'm able to give back that way. And, you know, using what I do as a, you know, as a stepping stone just to help someone else. I think that's amazing. But, but yeah, just like pretty much just trying to, you know, run a business and, you know, being straight up with people. And if you tell someone something, you back it up and, you, you know, you mean it and you take care of business. That's pretty much it. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that do it. And, you know, just like any business, you get scammed. And, you know, because a lot of people don't know, you know, they're sending you a pair of shoes that are 200 $300 pair of shoes on top of my customization when or whatever they're paying for that you know you, you want people to trust you and believe you and understand that they're getting a quality product and you know that's what i've kind of strived for since i started doing this which also I'm, i mean i'm 44 i just turned 44 so i don't have time for games like that this is my job you know this is something i've built and i'm proud of my private connections i've made and i think it's been paying off what determined your decision, Billy, to transition away from your old job, you used to work for Pepsi, and really yeah. to, like I said, pursue this passion of yours and this business to really bring True Blue Customs to life, you know, fully for everyone out there to see the work that you can do and the services you offer? What was the driving force that made you make that change in your life? And um, maybe what was the hardest part about leaving that old life to really kind of pursue everything you're doing now? It was tough. I did it. You know, actually, when I first started, I started back in the early 2000s. Paints weren't really great then. And, you know, every time I tell the story, it's just like I feel like I'm prehistoric now because of the way how much <laughs> everything's changed over the years. Right. And, you know, there, there really wasn't the market that, that there is now with social media and uh, Angela's Paints, which is uh, based out of L.A., that's my paint sponsor, and it's, it's a great product, and it allows us artists to be able to create a wearable, well, basically wearable art, you know, and which I'm not sure, you know, anybody that grew up in the 80s saw all the airbrush, like Belle Bibbeville wearing the overalls, and I mean, that was a thing, and you could wear that, and, you know, I think it's where it's branched onto sneakers now when people understand that, hey, it's, you know, that is a wearable art. That's been great to see all that, but... I started doing it then and hadn't really blown up yet. So, you know, I really wasn't making too much of it. And then when I finally decided to, to go mainstream, I guess you say, I started an Instagram page. Uh, one of my buddies pretty much said, Hey, won't you do this and get you a little side hustle. And, you know, me and him joke all the time that he's responsible for pushing me into this. So I made a little Instagram page and man, you know, in no time, I had a couple of the Kentucky basketball players reach out and said, Hey, you know, I want to get something done. And, 
uh, you know, it built off of that, like Willie Collie Stein, and, and he and I still remain close friends to this day. Tyler Euless, uh, Alex Poitras, a lot of those guys that were here, they helped me propel my business into the mainstream. You know, it, it got to the point where I was so busy, I was working my eight to 10 hour days at my day job, coming home and working till midnight and start over and repeat the next day. You know, it got to the point where I was so uh, backed up and I was burning the candle at both ends. And my wife and I sat down and kind of weighed the options and said, you know, do I want to take a chance at this? At, at that time, I was probably close to 40 years old. And I'm like, do I really want to do that at this point in my life? And, you know, we made a decision to do it as a family and uh, haven't looked back since, you know. And it, it, it had its ups and downs at the beginning. You know, don't get, don't get it wrong, you know, because you're used to that, uh, normal paycheck every Friday. You know, sure. I knew my, I knew every Friday my direct deposit was going to hit. I knew how much it was and I knew, you know, I knew my bills were paid. But, you know, when you work for yourself, just like any, in any industry, any business, if you don't work, you don't make money. So, you know, you, you, you can't pay your bills. So I, I work, I really worked my butt off with that and tried to create a brand that, you know, that people were interested in. And, you know, and I took the whole social media thing and really ran with it. You know, I, I haven't paid one dollar and, any advertising anywhere it's strictly been from uh, my instagram page and my uh social medias you know so that was probably the hardest part is getting used to the uh you know not having a regular steady paycheck but it's paid off and you know it's a lot of work and a lot of blood and sweat and tears uh you know for instance this last week i was on vacation and of course i'm i always take shoes with me on vacation i i, I never get a real vacation but that's part of it now, and I, I enjoy it. I mean, I really, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I, I, I wish I would have done it 20 years earlier, but. <laughs> hey, there's no time like the present, right? Never too late. Exactly. Right, right. How important is it to have someone who really can hold you accountable, sort of say, when you're starting out with this, when you're making that changeover to a new business or just a new venture in general, to have someone there who can, you know, maybe not who's constantly on you, but someone every so often that can kind of just give you that little nudge and say, okay, you know, you, you got to go today a little bit. You got you to you kind of take it to another level. That's very important. You know, my wife has been that for me. She's She's been there from the from the beginning. You know, she would help me out actually. Some she would, you know, do prep work and tape, you know, taping up shoes, and she would do stuff like that to kind of help me stay along. So she's always been there. She does a lot of my books and you know for tax purposes and all that. She's always been one there to push me. And my buddy, uh, his name's Jamie. I'm going to give him a little shout out. He's the one that pushed me into it, and I'll see him every now and then because you know when you deal with social media every day, you do with a bunch of kids and a bunch of people that. You know how the internet is, you know, and oh, yeah. I used to let a lot of stuff get to me, you know, and of course, the bigger platform you get, the more haters, I guess you could say you get. And you sure. know, I used to read the comments, the comment sections of people's posts and reposts on Instagram, and it would make me so angry. And then at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, my buddy Jamie's like, dude, let it go. You know, do your thing. Don't worry about this guy. Don't worry about that guy. Keep your mind focused and, you know, your head down and grind. And that's, you know, that's what I've done. And you know, that's and one thing that keeps me motivated and keeps me, I guess, humble is, you know, I do it for my family. That's that's what I do it for. You know, that's family's everything to me, but that's what motivates me to work my butt off and, you know, to do to do these projects and, to, you know, to try to do it to the best of my ability. What advice do you have for people who maybe are just like you? They have been working a job for a long period of time. They might be right around your age. They're looking to really go into that passion full time and make it as best they can be. What advice, based off of the stuff you've experienced, do you give to those people to really kind of put them on the right path? That was probably one of the hardest things was we were trying to weigh the options of, 
you know, do I do this? Do I don't do that? You know, do, you know, do it, do I stay at a, my job, my daily grind? I get up and go, you know, six o'clock till four o'clock, you know, do I, do I want to do that or do I want to take the chance? And you just kind of got to figure out what, you know, what does it mean to you? Is it something you really want to put 80 hours a week into? If so, by all means, jump in and do it, you know, because there's nothing I've got, I've got more satisfaction in the last probably four years uh, from doing what I do now that I have my entire life of working at who knows what jobs at Pepsi or at a factory job or whatever, you know, like I I do feel like that a lot of the stuff I do does bring a lot of satisfaction to, to people with kids and, you know, tribute pairs and stuff like that. And that's, that's really cool. And it's, you know, gives me motivation to, to jump into it, but you got to know going in that it's not easy. You don't just quit your job and say, Oh, here we go. I'm going to start painting shoes or start, you know, building computers or, you know, whatever your, whatever your specialty is, you kind of got to look and see what the market is and understand the ups and downs. And if you think it's going to stick around and that's one of the things too, as well as a lot of people ask me still, do you think this is going to be something that's going to stick around? And I do, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's art. It's always been, it's art. Everybody loves art. Right. This is just a different medium than what you're used to seeing, you know, but, uh, but anybody willing to, to take that chance, got to know that it's a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifice. I work through the night a lot of nights because I, I refuse to miss my kids' games or my kids' concerts or whatever. So I'll do all that and handle all that. I'll just sleep later. You know, I, an old guy I used to know back in the day when I dealt with custom cars, he would always say, uh, I'll sleep when I die. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what my, my motivation is, you know. It's classic. Like this last week, I worked till 5 o'clock in the morning working on shoes, and then the next morning, my wife's alarm clock going off at 7.30 to get up and go to a softball game. But I do it because that's what I love to do, and that's the reason I'm doing it. it takes dedication. You can't – every day I take off, I feel like I feel like I'm getting further behind. So I guess that's my – my solace is coming in here and just sitting and, and working, whether it's for two hours here or an hour there, or it's a lot of work and it's a grind. But if you bust your butt, you you know you get out of it what you put in. So, at the same time, what are some mistakes that people should avoid when they're starting out and when they're really kind of just new to business? Maybe they've never really worked in business at all. Maybe they haven't really worked. You mentioned before how you kind of started putting together some painting some of these custom shoes in the early 2000s for people maybe who are just brand new to it. What are some mistakes that they should try to avoid? Some of the main things are like when you go into stuff like that, you can't just assume that you're like this, for instance, your, your, your paycheck. You can't just assume, okay, I'm going to have, you know, I may have a big order this week, a $3,000 order, but guess what? The next three weeks I may not have, I may have $200 a week order. You know, you kind of got to understand the basics of it and the business side of it is, you got to put back into your business. You don't just take, oh, okay, yeah, I made three thousand dollars this week. I'm going to go buy whatever. No, you got to treat it like a business. You know, I have a business account. You got to have, you know, you, know, you got to have some business sense about you. You know, and one of the big things you kind of got to look at is is your marketing. And you know, I don't have a marketing degree. Everything I've done, I've I've done on my own by research and you know, trying to figure out Instagram analytics, which is nearly impossible to try to figure that out. But you know, I feel like if you put a, a good product out there and you, you know, and you want to get noticed, I mean, everybody wants to get there. I mean, who doesn't want to get noticed and get their product out there? That's how you build your brand and try to <clears throat> try to be as professional as possible. It is tough. I, I'll be honest with you. I get probably 30 emails a day and, you know, some of them are from, you know, people that have no idea what I'm doing and understand the, the pricing and the, you know, the process of it. And you got to understand that you are the face of your business. People look at that, you know, and if you come across as a, 
certain way that someone doesn't want to, you know, they don't want to mess with you, you're not getting their business. Kind of got to treat it like a business. Your life is like a business almost. I mean, that's essentially like I, I kind of got to just, you know, cross my T's and dot my I's every day. Everything that I post on Instagram, everything that I post on uh, my Facebook, it's, you know, it's my image. You know, that's one of the big things is building your image and don't go all in thinking that, when I, when I actually quit Pepsi, I had a pretty good following as it was locally. So I felt like, hey, this is a chance, but I also, I had enough of a business locally that I, that I felt like I could succeed. Um, and then it got to a point where it was all, I was shipping internationally. I was shipping across the country. So I'd say probably 90% of my business now is outside of the state of Kentucky, which is amazing to me. So it's scary. You got to get past that initial thought of, oh crap, I just quit my full time job. I've got two kids and a wife and a house payment and two car payments. And that's one of the hardest things. But if you want to do it and you can dream it, you can do it. I mean, especially with today's, today's world and society the way it is and the way you can market yourself through social media, it's just amazing what you can do as opposed to what you could have done 30 years ago, 40 years ago when I was growing up. It was nothing like that. You know, the way you had to advertise was in the newspaper or the phone book. There was no, you know, uh, Instagram or there was no, no social media. So that's, that's been a, a godsend. And it's helped a lot of, I mean, you, you can see a lot of famous people that are, you're like, why are they famous? <laughs> you know, and it's because <laughs> social media. And, you know, I see that every day. I'm like, why are we making this be famous? Or why is this chick famous? Why do they have a TV show? But that's what it is, you know, and it's, you know, I'm not going to knock their hustle. You know, <laughs> you've got to, got to make the most of it. Did you always think that you'd be able to tap into so many different areas as far as making shoes for Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints or Par McCartney and just all these big names in entertainment and sports? Did you think you'd be able to have that wide of a reach overall or did it just kind of evolve into that? I never dreamed it would be it would be like it is now. When I first quit Pepsi, my, my day job and went doing this full time. I was dealing with, you know, normal people, just regular people that wanted custom sneakers, whether it's for in memory of their, you know, lost loved one or it's their favorite football team or basketball team. And I was content with that. I just thought that was so cool. And then me growing up here in Kentucky, being a lifelong uh, Kentucky basketball, Kentucky football fan, you know, having a couple of those guys reach out and saying, hey, I want to get some custom sneakers to wear during the season. That's awesome. You know, that, that was so cool to me. And I was completely content with that. But, um, but, you know, as you, as you grow and as you, you know, you build your, your clientele list and, you know, the more you do and the more you put yourself out there, uh, the more connections you make, you know, it kind of evolved from there. And it's, got, it's kind of grown into something that I never dreamed that it would be, you know. Uh, I never dreamed that I'd be doing Chuck Taylors for Paul McCartney yes. and, you know, shoes for Justin Timberlake. And it's crazy. Like, and it all, and it, it all goes back to connections. Like, my, my guys at Rep Arena, you know, they trusted me to – these are very important things for them. It's like they're artist gifts they give these guys. And it's kind of weird because they actually, they compete on a different level. You know, it's like their whole marketing campaign. They, they do that with these, uh, these other arenas. It's kind of like their little, they have like a magazine that comes out. Then they have an award show every year that says, hey, you did this great. You know, you did this, this concert, came to town. And, you know, they really look, they look at that stuff and they take pride in it. So, I do too. When they call and say, Hey, we want to do something cool for pink. Heck yeah. You know what? Well, that's awesome. We did some vans for pink from uh, her husband and her two kids in a big, massive wooden box that my buddy made. It's like, uh, he's a woodworker, you know, doing stuff like that. It's just so cool to be a part of that project. Snoop Dogg, when he came to town, 
the Up and Smoke tour. We did some Adidas Superstars, and it looked like, you know, had like a little marijuana leaf on the toe and just little stuff like that. It had smoke on the side, and it was pretty cool. You know, being a part of those projects, that's pretty awesome. Looking back now, I'm like, I kind of forget a lot of the stuff that I've actually worked on. I'm like, oh, crap, I did that, you know? Yeah. Oh, damn, I forgot about that project, you know? And it's, there's a lot of stuff under my belt that, you know, but I keep my head down and I grind and I don't. I don't really think about it because it's just, you know, I'm looking to the next. Every time always, everybody always asks me, who, you know, who is your favorite one you've done for? And honestly, I can't tell you. I, I really don't know. I always say it's the last pair, but I've done so many cool ones for these, you know, so many celebrities and athletes and stuff for great causes. Like, for instance, Paul McCartney's pair. We did two pairs with Chuck Taylor's, and, you know, he's a huge animal rights activist. He's a vegan. He's really into that, that you know, I guess that subculture or, you know, whatever you want to call that. So we did two pairs, and we donated the second pair, had him autograph on the and we donated the second pair to the local Humane Society, and then they for them to auction off, you know. And that's something that Reparina wanted to do on their own. They said, hey, what do you think about this? And Paul was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, you know. So, you know, at the same time, they're giving him a gift, and then they're also giving back to, you know, our local Humane Society, you know, because that was something that meant so much to Paul. So that, that's pretty cool to be a part of that stuff, too. Yeah, you've done so many. Obviously, you mentioned a bunch of them there before. I really like the ones you did once Avengers Endgame came out, uh, the Captain America custom ones you put together, the Incredible Hulk as well, the vans there. I think people want to know, Billy, how do you continue to stay motivated on on a regular basis? Uh, You know, with the success... Obviously, there's ups and downs in everyone's life, and you know the good times, the bad times, they all kind of go hand in hand. But what is that continuous driving force that, regardless of what happens in, in your business and your personal life, you're going to be able to continue to stay on the, the right path there and keep moving forward? It is tough. You know, it's, it's tough from a creative standpoint as an artist, and it's tough from a, just the daily grind wearing you down. You know, sometimes you need to take a day and just chill out and relax and get away from it, you know. I'll have people that will message me one, you know, whatever, like say a, a University of Kentucky basketball custom or a Dallas Cowboys custom, and they'll say, hey, this is, you know, this is what I want, and it's a lot easy. You know, it's easy, but you may call me and say, hey, I want you to do your own thing. This is a theme I want, but you go wild with it. It's, you know, it's, sometimes I may not I may not even feel that design for three weeks, and then I'll be laying in bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it'll hit me, you know. And I, I draw inspiration from everything. And, um, <clears throat> you know, motivation is it, it's a tough word because, it, you know, you get it from everywhere. It's hard to stay motivated. I always tell people when I – because I've got my studio. I've got a studio in my uh, in my home, and it's on the opposite side of our – it's in our basement, like right next to our bedroom. And I always say the hardest part to get into work is passing the couch <laughs> on the way to my <laughs> studio because it is tough, you know. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to say, you know what, I'm going to go take a break and go chill out and watch Sports Center. But you can't do that. You know, you, you've got you've to stay grinding. And, you know, I guess what motivates me more than anything is probably my family and my kids and, you know, just me striving to, to create something, you know, every day for, you know, this, they could put a smile on someone's face, you know. I mean, I, there's so much stuff that I do that I don't even post that, you know, but a lot of it's like sentimental stuff for people and just to get a text message from those people and say, hey, I gave these shoes to my husband or my wife or my grandma or whatever, and they cried. They loved them so much. That that probably motivates me more than anything, just being able to, you know, use what my – I mean, well, I'm painting shoes. I mean, I'm not, it's not brain surgery. It's not, you know, it's I'm not saving the world, but doing something like that to put a smile on someone's face and help someone remember somebody, 
that's pretty awesome. It can, you know makes you feel good and kind of wants, makes you want to keep creating and keep you know doing doing what you do. Well, Billy, you are 100% a motivator in motion. I don't think there's any question about it. We really appreciated you coming on the podcast today here and sharing your journey with everyone. And for people who want to continue to follow you and your journey and everything you're doing with True Blue Customs and beyond, where should they go? Uh, you can check me out on Instagram, my Facebook page. You can just add True Blue Customs uh, and on Twitter as well. If you just Google True Blue Customs, it'll pop up, man. It's, uh, it's one of the first things that pop up. And you know, feel free to you know yell at me, and you know I'd be I'd be happy to create your own uh, custom art piece, man. It's it's what I love to do, and it, I'm here to stay. So great stuff, hey Billy. Once again, thanks so much, man. We've appreciated it. We will continue to follow you Thank here you, on man. your journey, and uh, all the best to moving forward. Thanks, brother. You take it easy, man. For you, the listeners of Motivators in Motion, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Just go to audibletrial.com slash motivatorsinmotion. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash motivatorsinmotion for your free audiobook.